Hi there, my name is Pamela and I breed British Shorthair Cats in Perth, Western Australia. I've been breeding and exhibiting my cats since 2004 and I'm even a cat show judge. I'm passionate about the cat fancy and I want to share my knowledge and experiences with you so that you can enjoy your hobby as much as I do. That's what the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast is all about. In this series, I'm taking a moment to answer some of the most regular cat breeding questions I get asked every day. Hopefully the answers will help you too. I'm also covering some topics that are important to new cat breeders so that you can start out on the right foot. Some of the episodes are scripted and some of them are off the cuff. The audio is both good and bad. But the main thing is the information and I'm sharing it in whatever way I can with you in mind. A topic that's come up for me a bit recently is membership of associations. Now, I've had a lot of queries about that in terms of um, joining an association for the first time or um, changing associations. And I wanted to talk to you about that because I'm not sure that everyone as a new breeder comes into this hobby really understanding what it means to join an association and what you can do if you want to change associations. So let's explore that um, now. So why do we join who we join in the first place? Well, we generally join the association that the person who we were getting our first cats from recommended. And we'll often start breeding and start in this hobby with the cats. That's where we start. We go out and we find the cats that we want to breed and we find breeding cats and then we go from there. We don't do that sort of pre-research that gets us set up with an association. So we tend to go and we get our first cats and the breeder says you need to be a member of an association to be able to buy pedigree breeding cats. So why don't you join my association here? I'll help you do that. That's normally how it works. And people join that association because it's the breeder that's telling them and recommending to do so. There are some people that do do it the other way around and they will join an association first and they'll choose an association and then they'll buy their breeding cats after that. And, um, That's certainly the case. I look after memberships for our association and I know that there's several people there that have done that, which is great. And those people tend to go and do a bit of research and look at the one that might be the best one to join. And maybe that's the one that grabs their eye on the internet because it's got the best looking website or it's got, you know, a lot of information on its website that seems to resonate with them and that's great. So they're probably the two ways that people come into the association that they join. And it depends on what's available to you as well. So in the state that I'm in, in Western Australia, we have three state bodies and then we also have an Australia-wide body. So there's four choices. You can choose four different associations to be a registered breeder. Um, Under the CAT Act, which is the local um, law here in WA about cats, all three bodies are named on the CAT Act as um, bodies that you can join and then the the government will consider you um, a registered breeder with those associations so you get certain concessions under the under the cat act so there's four bodies and you can choose which one you want to join but most people come into one at the beginning and then tend to stay there because that's who they've joined for whatever reason that's who they've joined and i think that it's um, important to know that you don't actually have to stay there you don't have to stay there and when you first start breeding it's not such a big deal because you won't really be involved in what's going on with your association. It'll be when you start to register kittens, when you start to show, when you start to interact with other breeders, when you start to um, see how things are happening with the association and that's when you'll maybe get a better feel for whether it's the right fit for you or not. 
I have been a member of all of the all three state bodies in WA. It's I've been breeding since two thousand and four, so that was over a long period of time. But I had a cat that um, actually had every time you transfer cats from one association to another, we put a um, a little tag on the end of their registration number, and um, he had lots on his because he belonged to all three state bodies as well as the body that he came from in Victoria. And it looked like he'd been passed around a lot, but he'd actually never left my house. It was me that was moving and me that was changing associations. And because he was a, um, a boy that I kept long term, his, so his number changed with him as well. So that was a bit interesting. But why do people leave associations? So I've just told you that I was a member of, I've been a member of all three. And this definitely is what applied to me and why I moved. But the main reason that people will leave an association is because there is some sort of drama. It'll either be that they've done something bad and they've pretty much had to leave before they've been removed, which is a very sad state of affairs. Um, or it's because there's some drama, personalities, people, whatever, um, and they've left because they want to go somewhere else where there's not drama. And that was probably definitely the circumstance for me. Um, I've, I'm someone who's quite active in the cat fancy. I don't know that you've, know, you've surely noticed that. Um, and I like to get involved and I like to participate. And if you're participating is something that other people don't want, other people um, don't like, or for whatever reason there's a personality clash with somebody else, then it makes for drama. And for me, you know, that's kind of what happened. There was drama. There was drama over stuff. Um, and I decided that I was better off leaving and going somewhere else. So to leave and go to another association, you need to resign from the association you're with and then you need to join the other association. And so I often, with Cats United, we often get people asking to join our association, but they don't realise that that means they have to leave the association that they're already with. You can't be a member of two bodies anywhere, except I think in South Australia, where you're allowed to dual register. So in WA, definitely, you can only be a member of one body. So it's a bit of a drama to actually have to move. So people will only leave when there is drama enough that makes it worthwhile. But I really want you to know this, and this is something I've learnt having gone through this several times. I've learnt over all this time, and I want you to know this, that you can choose to leave an association if you feel another one will fit you better, will be a better experience for you, will be better suited to your needs. You don't have to leave just because there's drama. You have choice and you can choose the association that suits you best. So if you join an association because that's the one that's recommended to you or if you join an association because you do your own research and you think that's the one that's the best fit and then after you've been in the cat fancy for a bit and you've met people and you understand a bit better about how things work and you feel that the grass is greener on the other side and that there is another association that might be better for you, you can totally just decide to leave and go to them. That's your choice. You can absolutely do that. There's no reason not to. If things, I'm all about this hobby being a really good experience for you. It's a hobby. It's something we do for enjoyment. If you're not enjoying it or if it's being made too hard for you and there's somewhere else that could be easier and better, then you might as well go. Now, I left the associations I left 
because of drama. Um, I wasn't, uh, in some ways, some of the drama was because of that, those things, that I felt that there was, you know, that things weren't being done the way I wanted them to be done. Well, that's probably not true. But, you know, there, there was a better fit for me in every circumstance, it turned out. So it just took the drama for me to find that, really, is what I'm trying to say. If you decide that you want to go somewhere else, then what I recommend strongly is that you don't do it in a hurry. Now, when we leave because of drama, we tend to leave in a huff and we tend to say, that's it, I'm going. And then we go and then we have to deal with the fallout from that. And the fallout from that is always paperwork related. It really is. And I've had a few people that have done that and joined the association I'm with and I'm registrar for that association and then I have to sort out their paperwork. And one of the first things that comes up is that something's missing and they don't have something for one particular cat. And if you leave somewhere because of drama and because you leave in a huff, it's really hard to then go back to that association and say, oh, you know, I know that I told you all to get stuffed a couple of weeks ago, but can you please print me out a copy of this cat's pedigree because I never printed it out when I had it or you never, I've lost a copy of it. You know, that's really not going to go down well. So, bite your tongue. Um, if it is a drama, bite your tongue and wait a little bit. But if it is because you just think that the other association might be better for you, you've got time to do this. Make sure you've got copies of all of your cat's pedigrees and they're all pedigrees that would be acceptable to the new association. You can approach the new association and you can talk to them about joining as a member and you can ask them what their requirements are. You can say, is this pedigree okay? Is this format okay? Is this acceptable? You can ask all of those questions beforehand and this will be a good test of whether it is the right fit for you. The association that you're asking should treat that in complete confidence. Ask them to treat it in complete confidence, obviously, but if they should treat it in complete confidence because they're going to want you to join because all associations want new members. Um, and they're going to be honest with you and tell you what you do and don't need to join them. So you can find out beforehand if all of your paperwork's good and then make sure you've got it all there. And then talk to them about the transfer process and say, you know, I have X number of cats. Can you tell me how much that will cost to transfer them? Now, depending on the association, and the association I'm with at the moment doesn't charge for transfers in of new um, cats. Um, no, transfers in of existing breeders' cats. We'll just transfer them in. But different associations do charge a fee, and we may charge a fee in the future. So you may have to pay per cat to get them re-registered with the new association. Um, you also need to find out what their requirements are in terms of fees ongoing because that's going to be something that's going to be important as well. You don't want to move from, you might be wanting to move because you feel the other association is better, but it is, is it so much better that it's worth the extra money you might have to pay every time you're registering a litter? You need to factor these things in as well. Is it that important? If it is, go for it but it might actually be cheaper as well, which is a good thing. So you need to do all of this stuff and plan it out, get your paperwork all sorted. Then you need to make sure that the new association will accept your membership. You can ask that question before you actually join them. Um, in my association, if somebody did approach us like that, we could ask the committee, we could ask for pre-approval, ask the committee whether they would pre-approve this person so that they are then safe to resign from their association because you need to resign from one association before you join the other one, unless um, you're in somewhere like South Australia where they have dual registration. So you, 
need to get that sort of done and get it all sort of lined up so that it happens in the right order. And then you can resign from your association, join the new association, and then transfer your cats in and then go forward with that association. So there's a lot of planning involved in that. And um, that's the way you do it. But yeah, I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been a member of three associations and pretty much every time it's been due to drama. And even though it's been due to drama, when I have moved, I have been able to get my cats transferred quite easily because I've been pretty good about making sure I had the right paperwork for them at the time. So that's how that works. And then once you join the new association, you then need to make sure things are done like that you're taken off um, any breeders listings on the previous association and you put them onto the new association. You ask to be listed on their website. You make sure any references to the old association are taken off your website or Facebook page and you put the new association on there instead. And then really I recommend that you get in and participate. Get in and um, get involved and, and um, be part of the association because all associations should love that. They should love that. They should love members saying they want to help and do things. That's the way it should be. Um, the other thing you can do, though, the alternative to all of that is that you can actually stay with the association you're with and participate and make it better. That's always an option. If you're not happy with the way things are being run, if you're not happy with the way something's being done, then you have the right as a member to participate in a way that will help to change that. So if you're not happy with the people that are running your association, why don't you stand for one of the positions on the committee? If you're not happy with the way the clubs are behaving or the way shows are being run, you can create a club yourself, you can set up a club and you can run your own shows and do it how you like, but as long as you fit within their rules. Um, if you're not happy with the way someone's not doing something or, or this is not happening, we don't have a new breeders program, we don't have a new members pack, we don't have this, we don't have that, no one's doing fundraising, guess what? You can do all of those things. If no one's doing it, you can do it. Get out there and get involved and participate because maybe what it needs is for you to stay there and change it and make it better. Um, do I think I could have done that at the associations I was with before? No, I don't. I don't. For me, that wasn't really a thing. I was already participating and it wasn't really going well. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think that would have changed anything for me. But I will tell you that since joining Cats United... And Cats United was formed by a group of my friends who were um, forming it and said, you know, do you want to join us as well? And I said yes. And so I was actually a foundation member. But I'm very happy with the association I'm with now. I find it's a really good fit. I find there's no drama. We don't we we have issues and we have things we need to resolve and we have things that come up. But there's no drama and there's no real, you know everybody's quite warm and welcoming everybody's happy to have new people get involved everybody's happy um, to be doing stuff for the association to make the association as good as it can be and so it's been a really positive experience so I feel that um, maybe this is the right spot for me now and hopefully I won't have to change again because there's only one association left that I can go to but I guess I've always got that in reserve um, that's the other thing if you burn your bridges everywhere you will have nowhere to go so keep that in mind as well so maybe staying and making it better might be a good idea 
But I'm really, I am really happy where I am now. And if you're in WA and you're interested in joining an association that is just awesome, yeah, Cats, Cats United WA is the place to be, I think. I'm a bit biased, though. I also want to let you know while you're here that um, if, you're, if you're a new breeder and you're about the time that you want to get stud cats or you've already got a young stud cat or you've got your first stud cat and you're not quite sure what you're supposed to do with it, I have a mini course which is available on um, my website and the mini course goes into everything you need to know about keeping a stud cat from the moment they come to you as a kitten to when you retire them when they've finished breeding and everything else in between, including showing, grooming, um, housing, feeding, everything you need to know. And I give you a lot of my personal experience there because I have had a lot of stud cats over the years. So that's on my website at www.catbreedingforbeginners.com. And there's lots of other information there and I'll be putting more and more stuff there as I have time to do it. But I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And yeah, wherever you are, whichever association you've joined, if you're not happy there, you can move. If you're not happy there, you can change it. And if you are happy there, then that's fantastic. And I'm really glad for you because I want you to have a good, enjoyable hobby. I want you to enjoy um, doing the things that you're doing with cat breeding because I love it and I want you to love it too. Thanks for listening to the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. Make sure you visit my website at catbreedingforbeginners.com for lots more information. You can sign up to my email list and stay tuned as my Cat Breeding 101 online course is coming soon.